Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The gross national debt surpassed 33 trillion, trillion with a T, dollars. That's the highest number on record. Uh, And this, we talk about this all the time on this show, that you absolutely 100% need to care about this because this national debt and the financial instability and insecurity it creates for us as a nation is affecting your daily life and none of it is in a is in a positive way like do you ever look around casey and just like i will do this every so often where i'll just whatever i'm doing i'll just stop and i'll just say where did all the money go? Where does the, you know where it goes? Stop spending. Stop buying but where does it, things. Where does it go? What do we buy? What do we do? Like, I, for the amount of money we spend and the and the debts and deficits we rack up. And by the way, we're talking about the federal government right now. Mm-hmm. If you were to do a deep dive into your the debt held by, like, say, your local school corporation, it would blow your mind that these school corporations right here in central Indiana, many of them, hundreds of millions, some of them, depending on the size and what they're doing, more than a billion dollars in debt. That's no less egregious or ridiculous than the federal government being 33 trillion in debt. If you look at the now the states, the states are required. They have to pay. They have to actually pay their 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 debts off. But uh, when you well, no, they have to balance. Let me rephrase that. The states have to balance their budget. They don't have to pay their debts off. If you look at the the debts held by municipalities across central Indiana, if you look at the debt held by the, the state of Indiana, it, they're all doing it. It's government at all levels. And they do it without remorse because they're in the legalized vote buying business in the present and may the future be damned. Well, speaking of the future, that's it exactly. Who's going to pay off this debt? Let's do a little debt math, shall we? $33 trillion is $99,000 per person or $250,000 per household. Finance that at 4% per year for 30 years. Your family's payment would be $14,457. And just 10, is that a month? Is that a month? Per year. 10000 of that is just the interest payment. For 30 years. Yeah. Um, no. And it was, it's not acceptable and you shouldn't stand for it. And well, that also is assuming that there's going to be no more debt in the future. Well, of course. And there's going to be. As Todd Young told me as he aggressively moved towards me at the Stacks Pancake House with the armed deputy behind him, he's never stopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you don't like it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. And this is why our show is so popular, because we hate all these people equally. It's not a Democrat or Republican thing. Todd Young is the chosen golden boy by Mitch McConnell and party leadership to ascend to be the next guy who stabs you in the back as a taxpayer leading the Republicans. And he made it as clear as day to me that screw the debt he racked up during COVID. I mean, and again, it was in front of a room full of people. People have have contacted this show and contacted you and me and said, Rob is absolutely 100 percent accurately describing what Todd Young said that day, that take away the egregious votes during COVID that he made. 
he racked up something like $6 trillion pre-COVID, much of it going to entitlements, et cetera, and he said, I'm never stopping. So there's nobody to bail us out of this, Casey. There are no good guys in this equation. It is an equal opportunity offender, and they don't care. Okay, so the U.S. has always owed money from the beginning of the country. It skyrocketed especially because of the pandemic and especially because of the war with Ukraine. Yeah. Growing but, $5 trillion. The, the Yeah, debt- but time out, time out, though, Casey. Time out. No, no, no. You're right. I mean, technically, in terms of the debt that was racked up during COVID, absolutely. But it started under George mm-hmm. W. Bush. And what keeps happening? What is the correlation between George W. Bush and COVID? The government used a perceived crisis. Mm-hmm to grow government like we had never seen before in this country, and it used fear and intimidation to turn on the magical money-printing factory and grow the size and cost of government to likes we had never seen before. George W. Bush in the aftermath of 9-11 and Donald Trump, and during COVID, but it's bipartisan, right? There was a there was a Democrat House of uh, Representatives in 2020. There was a Republican House and Senate in 2011 or 2001. It was it was a Democrat Senate and Republican House and Presidents. It's, it doesn't matter. This is what these people do. These people will always use a perceived crisis or national emergency to empower themselves at your expense. Wow, fear tactics and growth of government. That sounds really familiar to people who are just now starting to pay attention. The debt grew $6 trillion just in the past two years. The Treasury Secretary said she's not really concerned about the impact. She's not really concerned about it. Somebody is owed the money. Mm-hmm. And let's, again, we talked about this, maybe it was yesterday we talked about it. When you owe $33 trillion, much of it to ourselves, right? So if the government were to default, it'd be defaulting on the taxpayers of this nation who hold much of our debt. You are creating so much insecurity because number one, the interest payment alone is reaching unsustainable levels on our nation's debt. You're devaluing your currency, which creates across the world insecurity and mm-hmm. and and diminishes America's standing and power. The dollar being the you know sort of the universal currency, and it creates inflation because the more there is of something, Casey, and this is true in almost every facet of society, the more there is of something, the less desirable it is. Or in the case of money, the more it takes to be able to buy the thing. Okay, now you mentioned George W. Bush. The national debt first hit $1 trillion in 1981. 1981. So it wasn't that long ago. That was 40 years, 42 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that long ago. And now we're at 33 trillion. Do you have a year by year chart in front of you? No, I don't. Uh, okay. Uh, I bet I can do it. If you can filibuster for like two seconds, I'll use this little <laughs> handy internet device at my fingertips. Uh-huh. Okay. So according to an annual report, and this was uh, from the Congressional Budget Office in June, they said that this trend is expected to continue. All right. Here we go, Casey. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So this is in billions rounded up. So I'll, I'll do math here and I'm but a product of the public education system. And it was before they became woke. So I realized I don't get the education that the the kids get today. But you're right. Yes. 1982. It was one point one trillion. OK. By uh, 1986, it was two point one trillion by 
1991. So essentially in 10 years, mm-hmm. the their, the nation's debt had grown four times. So from 1982 to 92, 1.1 to 4.0. So basically gone up four times. By uh, 19... So for, then from 1992 to 2002, yeah. it only went from 4.0 to 6.2 and you know how you know Casey you know no 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 my least favorite thing to do on this show and it pains me to have to do it on these very powerful airwaves that you can hear from Ohio to Illinois all points in between what is my least favorite thing to do on this radio show tell everybody you're right and I hate to do it but I'm going to have to do it here because we just talked about this the other day one of the things and Bill Clinton didn't do it by choice he did it by force is he was willing to triangulate back based on the voice of the American people in the midterms and what the American people People said in the midterms of 1994 is the spending in this country is out of control. And Clinton got the message and working by force with Gingrich and the Republicans, they balanced the federal budget. And you had unmatched economic prosperity in this country in the years that followed. The Clinton economy was essentially unmatched because he was willing to work with the Republicans to balance the budget and stabilize the economy and the and the dollar and everything that comes with it. And so between the years of 1992 and 2002, much of which was Bill Clinton, the nation's debt only grew by $2.2 trillion. Only by $2.2 trillion. Now, Casey, are you ready yeah. for the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. The George W. Bush slash Obama years from $6.2 trillion in 2002 to... Mm-hmm. $16 trillion wow. the year 2012, and it has been, well, the hell, think about this, Casey. From from 2012 to 2022, it went from $16 trillion to $31 trillion. Mm-hmm. It doubled. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Mike Braun, he says that uh, there's no end in sight, and both parties got us here. Sad day in our country. Uh, even hate to bring the news out there, but we just hit 33 trillion in debt. I've been one of the most outspoken senators. That it's crazy that we're borrowing and spending all this money. And to put it in perspective, when I got here, we were running trillion-dollar deficits annually. Now we're running a trillion dollars of deficit every six months. Shameful for our kids and grandkids. I'll keep fighting, working hard to see if we can do something about it. Sadly, it looks like very few people pay attention to it. Oh, Mike Braun, you mean the guy who voted yes. for the co- to to print two trillion dollars mm-hmm. for the COVID spending? But he's been outspoken and a fighter for he's you. He's very, very upset now about the deficits. The guy who voted mm-hmm. to print two trillion dollars with no accountability whatsoever. Yes. Much of it going hundreds of billions, as we've documented on this show, going to waste, fraud, and abuse mm-hmm. that had absolutely nothing to do with COVID or helping people who were put out of work. Uh, that Mike Braun, he's yeah. very concerned. That's about, the guy. Yeah. He says we we must restore order Uh-oh. and follow strict budgets. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and he's also running for governor. Boy, isn't it amazing, these people's <laughs> ability to just look you in the eye and lie to you? Forget about what I did in the past. Let me tell you what I'm going to do for I you mean, in the future. I that is some um, narcissistic, sociopathic level of ish right there, mm-hmm. isn't it, Casey? 